Hey, it's Saturday, July 22nd, and this is Season 2, Episode 5 of... Alright. Just double-checking we're recording? Yeah, we're good. Oh, yeah. We just spent an hour behind the scenes before we even started here, just dicking around. Well, it happens, you know? Yeah. We don't see each other enough. That's the thing. Mm. But That's true. And yet, we didn't talk about, like, what's how's your life? <laughs> That's true. We didn't really talk about much of any of that. I, I'm busy, man. I'm working on a side gig, you know, supplemental for a little bit, and then still learning some new stuff in my current job, which might earn me a raise, so that's good. Nice, you know, I've got to nice. make that money. That's what it's about. In this world. Play the game. Apparently. Money um, does buy happiness. Yeah, that's about it, man. I'm still just, you know, hobby-wise, I'm sitting on some songs, you know, just waiting that's beneath us is and, doing some stuff. Yeah, we're writing. I mean, we're still jamming. Yeah. Um, thanks for buying the record. Up there, if anyone's interested. Any how many? Any fifteen of you? Was that the last? The fifteen 16. people. Sixteen. I think we 16. got sixteen. is better than fifteen. You got to take away two for me checking <laughs> to make sure the audio is okay. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> well. Hey, they were hey, informed you know, about El Nino a week before the greatest heat wave in the modern history. <laughs> yeah, oh, are we going right into it? I mean, how's your no, life? No, that's just the way it is. Oh, life is actually good again, you know? There's, yeah. there's always ups and downs. I was in the downs there for a minute with some employment, but bing, bang, boom. We're back in business. So, no, I'm, I, we're good. Yeah. Uh, I fell in love with Ted Lasso. My God. I thought <laughs> I, it was going to be like I hear that like show's a, hard to hate. Oh, I thought it was going to be a background thing, but nope, it's a marathon thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, we, good. uh... So that's all you've been watching lately? Uh, that well, we we had to get Apple TV for something we wanted to see, and mm. that became uh, Ted Lasso. And this, we're right now we're watching Mosquito Coast, and it's really good. But. Dude, why didn't you just spend like fifteen hundred dollars on one of their products, and you can get Apple TV free for a year? <laughs> Isn't that? I think I'm that's just, how we did it. I don't even fucking know. Oh, we yeah. both have uh, iPhones. Oh yeah, sure. I know. I'm just yeah, saying. I think it was part of a perk package. Or something I I use Apple at home on my Mac for recording music because I like Logic. There you go. But that's the only Apple thing I own. No, it's not. I have an iPad. I lied. Yeah. It's all fucking relative. You I know? think that's it after that. I've had HPs, Dells, Macs, everything. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter. It's HPs, just... DPs. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> not that you remember. That's probably true. <laughs> Cheers. Um, dude, I'm still reading fucking... Uh, the Dark Tower series. You know what I mean? I'm almost done. I have like two more books after the one I'm finishing right now. I'm on the Wolves of the Wolves of the Kala. Um, you know what I'm talking about, like, right? The gunslinger. Yeah. Um, Stephen King. Yeah. That's but dude. Peter that's Salvo just, was in um, the movie adaptation. Yeah, and Matthew McConaughey <laughs> we were talking about earlier. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just gotta find that path. I'm not even gonna try to do a fucking <laughs> But um yeah, again, like that's all I've, all I've been reading this year. You know what I mean? I basically can only read my lunch break at work. Um, sometimes at night before bed if I'm not exhausted, you know, because kids and family and all that stuff. Not a lot of free time. It's the truth. But uh, that series is awesome. Okay. And cool. uh, another book uh, by Stephen King called The Stand that I read a few years ago. Um, I'm watching the television adaptation of that right now. So There you go. And my wife and I watched the Gladiators thing on Netflix. Oh, Holy so shit! Good. You watched it too? Oh, yeah, oh my god, dude! Laser was the you guys, shit. yeah, laser, <laughs> dude. You guys gotta, you it's, guys, 
It's on Netflix. You 16 listeners. What's it called? Watch it. I don't know. Muscles of Mayhem or something yeah, like muscles that. The, and the mayhem unauthorized story of the American gladiators. Oh. oh, it's so good. Yeah. And the, the nostalgia, mm-hmm. you know, I knew I it's, watched it's, it, but I didn't know. It's you know. Ex- expertly done with like, um, it's interspersed with like cartoon elements and like, they're always dressing their American gladiator gear while they're <laughs> out in public and shit like that. Yeah. Like the one where nitro and, and laser get into a fight, like in the middle of the street and shit like that. And they're <laughs> wearing their, <laughs> dude, it's so great. Oh, I love it. Excellent. Excellent. Oh. Behind the scenes, uh, story. There yeah. one producer had dildos all over the control room and shit. It's just unfucking believable. That was unbelievable, uh, dude. You know what really blew? Me? I was talking to uh, Mike, one of one of the other guys in my band, the Depth Beneath Us, because um, he watches as well. And we were talking about how it just blew our minds about that one contesting guy, like the asshole. Like they all oh, hated yeah. that out, out of nowhere. I don't want to ruin for, ruin it for anybody if you're gonna watch it. But like, what what that guy ended up doing with his life? I was like, what the. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like this came out of nowhere. My wife and I were just like, "What the fucking hell!" Like, not expecting that at all. It was what the dude decided ride. as a career choice for a while, and where it and where he ended up, just fucking crazy. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, sorry, yeah. droning on. There's a a whole smorgasbord of bolt board, oh. smorgasbord of bullshit <laughs> that we could uh, really fucking seek uh, sink the our news. teeth into. The news is so full. So there's yeah, so much you can talk about. Uh, to begin, we, we just jump right in because we have too much. Yeah, dude, you know, it's never too much. We're just we're we agree we're going to try and keep it under an hour. So we're just going to fucking run. We're Let's just run do it. Through Pick this. a topic. Let's go. All right. It's, it's the Aldean. Jason Aldean song. Oh, that fucking guy. Try this in my small town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, the hypocrisy as usual is just ridiculous. I mean, first of all, way to honor all the people that were fucking murdered at your concert, dude. Mm-hmm. Not and, and the whole like you're not gonna take our guns bullshit like Jesus dude like that's how many times do we have to say to our 16 listeners who should be getting the word out there so it gets back to Jason Aldean yeah yeah it'll happen butterfly <laughs> again back. yeah the nerve of me to say how many times do I have to say like people are actually listening to me <laughs> yeah, yeah. but <laughs> but again the point has to be made like just just think of the logistics the manpower alone for the government to take everyone's guns it's just not gonna fucking happen man we just don't want guns ending up in the wrong hands of people i mean i don't think they should i mean if 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 it were possible like yeah i don't want these people having certain guns but yeah whatever man you know america cool you know most of you are sane not gonna shoot a place up i guess you know cool anyways we got to give the backstory, though. You know it's, what I mean? Some people might not even know about the Jason Aldean. Yeah, that's true. God, I'm always just, fucking, so, just J- jumping Aldean, right into yeah, it. Yeah. So Jason Aldean is a country singer, and he came out with this track, and it is called Try This in My Small Town. Don't, yeah, Don't, yeah, yeah, whatever. Something along those lines. And if you were to just Google the lyrics and read them, you may not even think, like, what's the fucking hubbub? You know, like, okay, but it's a country song. This guy has sung about tractors before. You know, it's not a big deal. And then the video is the fucking thing. Like, he... His... Dude, the lyrics are pretty ridiculous, too, man. Like, there's racist tropes in there when he's, like, describing rioters and stuff like that. Like, you know, it's... I mean, yes, but it's country music. I don't know. I guess you just, like, there's a layer of racism all the time. There... So, I would say that... It depends, but yes. But the I, video I, I is, what's, is what sells it. Yeah. Is what's making the big hubbub. And honestly... Like, it's number one. Would Jason Zaldine try this in my town, my small town, be number one unless there was this controversy? No. No, it was the same thing that Morgan Whalen got when he dropped the N-bomb, like, in that... <laughs> and then, like, his his music shot to number one or whatever. I mean, like, what... 
It's a ploy. If you could it, get to the division, that's how you get viral. And but, yes, but either way, the video itself is like you know, try this in my small town as depictions of the Black Lives Matter. Um, it also has it has lots of depictions of rioting in Canada. Yeah, too. so uh, just just I mean, to like spark like uh, you know like people in the street fighting for their rights. And um, <laughs> and then it has where he's positioned, like, because it has that peppered in with then him playing, uh, you know, live in front of this courthouse mm-hmm. that was the spot of a, a literal a, lynching, a lynching yes. if not a potential for a second one that the guy's now like a congressman or a governor or something like that. But mm-hmm. either way, he's in government, but he was like potentially going to be lynched there as well. And they used it as the backdrop. And yeah, you may be naive enough to not know that that was what that was, but amongst all the other imagery, it just all paints this this underlying racist picture as fuck. You know, there's a reason yeah. CMT took it off. You know, they were, and it was one of the most played songs. They were getting the most views on it. It's amazing how, like, some, all these conservative organizations, or at least, at least, you know, you know, ostensibly, like, people, at least you, the guilt by association type thing, like, you know, Bud Light and stuff like that, freaking, uh, Again, in this example, CMT, even Chick-fil-A, you know, right now, when they're doing, like, either it's either DEI or it's just, like, you know, sorry, you're going to offend a certain demographic and we're not about that. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. generally nice people would want to be. Um, it's, it's amazing when these organizations are starting to get backlash now from, like, the people that, again, you you would think you would associate them with. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, I just, it, it's... They're chalking up again. It's just like, oh, people get offended by too much shit. And now I got to respond by absolutely accepting it and stuff like that. And it's like, whatever. If that's if that's the same tired ass argument that you want to have. But like, there's so many other ways that you can be like, like if the reason why, like you said, the reason why Aldine did this was to fucking to get to get notoriety. It's shot to number one. He's probably going to make a bunch of fucking money off oh, it yeah. using div- divisive, racist fucking issues. You know what I mean? Spreading misinformation, using backdrops that are are offensive to a lot of people. That any fucking black person who I mean, a lynching. Come on, for fuck's sake! Like, it's, th- it's there painfully are so many, obvious what wh- the message. There is. are other ways that, like, if you want to just express, you can write a song about. You know, like you don't you don't have to go so fucking overboard to me unless you're trying to have some sort of capitalist gain out of it, which, you know, you're just selling your fucking soul at this point. Like, you want some notoriety. This isn't the way to fucking go about it. No. You know what I mean? Maybe, like, having an open mind and perhaps, you know, writing a more patriotic song with your ridiculous lyrics that you used to... This is just me not being a fan of country, but, you know, there's other country guys out there that just write songs about loving America and loving their trucks and their way of life and stuff like that that don't fucking you know, use racist tropes in their fucking lyrics. Like, they're not all, like, not all these country songs are necessarily like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, it's, but to me, to me, what is very ridiculous is, again, at the one point referencing, like, about taking our guns away and stuff like that. Like, that's, that's never going to fucking happen. And also, that's not really, it's, it's kind of tone deaf when you think about, like, that's the man that was performing in that fucking when was it like in october of the las vegas 20, yeah the las vegas shooting and again i don't i don't know how i would react but the guy had a microphone right in front of him and i just saw him fucking dart away and just run real quick while yep. a bunch of people were getting shot you know what i mean and, and I don't again i don't know too if, hard exactly sure with but at the same time i'm not in the position where you know i'm gonna go and make a decision where i'm gonna make a song like this afterwards like it's just it's it's just fuck. It's hypocritical and it it's feels dumb and it's, tone, it's the it's, only thing that makes sense is the number one. Exactly, it's the only part of it. So you know that's that's what I don't understand about like people. Itself. 
people are just willing to sell their souls. They are. It's so for easy for a buck. Them. And again, that's that's the evil of like capitalism. You know what I mean? But there's there's other ways you can go about things. I don't know. I mean, like the guy would have been fine regardless of having a like. Like, you want to have a number one hit, and that's the hit you want? <laughs> like, what yeah. the fuck? Oh, he didn't even write this song. Oh, was, I'm sure It was did. written by three other people. I don't know their names. But, so, like, it's not his story, because legitimately, he grew up in what? Tallahassee? It's like 230,000. He doesn't even no, know he grew what up a in, small town is. He grew up in Macon, which, again, is like 250,000 people. Yeah. And so, like, it's it's not even about that. It's strictly, he's like, just write me a song that's, you know, borderline racist. We'll put some stuff up about the riots. Because he probably feels that those riots weren't justified. So he does. he's living in that zone. And then he puts out all the tropes, like you said. Bing, bang, boom. He's number one because nobody can shut up about it. Yeah. We all argue till we're blue in the face. Yeah, that's the shame of it. I mean, again, it's, it's part of cancel culture, which I don't necessarily agree with all the time. But like this, this is like the result of cancel culture. Like you like CMT was like, oh, you're fucking out of here. And now they have a number one hit because of it. Like if you you're incentivizing people to, in my opinion, do the wrong thing because they just get so mad that anybody would like trash Jason Aldean. Like it's just words. It's just whatever. You know what I mean? So now I'm going to support him even harder now. And like, it's a shame that like, that's, that is the reaction to these types of things. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame that, that any type of product like that is made to begin with. But again, it all comes down to, and, and this is works. the reason why we have politicians like this. It's people, it's a constituency. It's a, we need a culture change in this country. I'm not talking about country music or like whatever. Hold on to your country music and your trucks and like whatever. Singing about beer Enjoy what you and want. your That's girl fun. and the gun that your dad left, that your grandpa left you and stuff like that by the lake that you love to fish at and stuff. Cool. I, I'm completely fine with that. Some of it is even kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's warming. I, I get it. Like I get that feel, especially like the, you know, like the nature of, of like some country songs yeah. where you're out in nature and enjoying the, the beautiful land and all that shit that we stole from the Americans. <laughs> but anyways, I'm, I'm completely fine with that. What the, I fucking lost my point now because I tried uh, to be fucking funny. Well, all right. Well, I was thinking somebody should make a supercut that takes out all the rioting footage and just was in January 6th footage. You know? Well, yeah, I mean, I would that's, love just another that hypocr- that's just another hypocritical note about it. But, um... Again, I, I, I don't, it's, yeah, I'm sorry. It was the culture of our country that I was trying to say. Like, you, you can still hang on to that um, in your music, but the, the culture of our country in general is, it's it's this divisive need to, again, hate people. It's, it's, it seems to me like, and I'm not, I'm not saying Republicans or Democrats, it's a different type of person that is just either hateful because they're afraid of someone who's different than them and this other side that, you know, it was like about peace and love and equality, but also like doesn't necessarily want to even try and understand how the other side got to be that way. It's yeah. almost like, and again, uh, this might be a bad, this might be a bad statement for, <laughs> for uh, the slayers of boredom. And I don't want people to take it the wrong way, but like when, when people start to, <laughs> when, when a lot of their questions, just like they look at, they look at Chicago and they're like, she's like, Oh, Chicago and black people and all the gun violence and the crime there. It's like, but you don't understand why, there is that crime. What people have to do to live, what certain people of certain races, because of the way the system's set up to either, you know, deny them housing, deny them loans, deny them a proper fucking appraisal on the house that they're trying to sell yeah. just because of the color of their skin. I mean, there's there's like literally laws like written into um, uh, legislation written like during the Housing Act and stuff like that that bars people of color from moving into the suburbs as they were being built and stuff during the golden age of the boomers and shit like that. Yeah. 
So you, you, what people have to, I mean, you know what people have to do for in this country. Like it's all about making money. You need money to fucking survive. So I don't question and the whole, it's just not understanding that from the other perspective. It's like, why are people from the right so hateful, so prejudiced? Why do they tend to be afraid of somebody that's different than them? And, and it's just, it's, it's a matter of like not even wanting to understand a different culture. Yeah. And then again, our politics just plays right into that. You know what I mean? It plays into those fears and that's how these people continue to stay elected. I mean, that's why you get somebody like Donald Trump. Yeah. You the know people, what I mean? They, they fear monger to the, to the people that do not want to research. Like you said, it's easy to say like, well, you want to talk about gun violence. Let's look at that liberal Chicago, mm-hmm. you know, but as we spoke about before, it's all when they find guns in Chicago, it's from the states surrounding because how hard is it to drive three hours? You know, you drive three hours, you get a gun where it's legal, and then you come back and you do what you got to do there. And so, like, in order to actually be able to say, you know, Chicago should be this hub that you could reference and say, you know, that has gun violence, even though guns are illegal, or, you know, there's strict gun laws is what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you would need all the states surrounding to also participate in this experiment and then look at the outliers and, you know, do an actual situation. But you just blanket it with... You know, it's so easy. Like, well, look at Chicago. You can't even say that. You can't, like, strict gun laws don't do shit. Blah, blah, blah. But because it's easy. But you could delve into everything and figure out why. And you're talking about on the liberal side the that we don't dive in to see why with the right. You know, like, why we just blanket it as you're it's, an idiot. Fucking figure it out. Yeah, and it's, and it's easy to go down that path because, I mean, a lot of it, I mean, and let's just be honest here. A lot of it does have to do with a lack of education. It does, and like, and, and, being, and being cultured, sure, exactly. It's it's willful ignorance. Yeah. It's it's willful. It's it's a willful misunderstanding of things um, because it again suits a it's confirmation bias suits a narrative like whatever. Yeah, and that stems from somewhere along the line you learned that somebody was different than you. Whether you know, ba- I mean, you could oh my God, you could get that type of influence from from religion, from your parents. From your parents and religion forcing you to go to church. Yeah. From, you know, your fucking uncle, like from from s- certain schools. I mean, literally, what these kids are going to be learning, like it's going to. Wasn't there? There was one thing in Florida about them learning about how how black people benefited from slavery. Yeah. And it's just like, get the fuck out of here, man. Like, there's no. That's the like, curriculum. They, learn, they the learned curriculum. about hard work and stuff. Like, are you fucking kidding the me? The skills they got from work, their slavery. The hard work you're supposed to be doing in America is supposed to be paying you a living wage, and it doesn't actually fucking do that. The majority of the people that keep this fucking country going, you know, the essential workers don't make a hundred fucking thousand dollars a year, you know what I mean? Which is basically, no. which is what you need to live in most pockets of the fucking world, you know? Like a combination of that. Like my wife and I barely fucking make under that just to, and we have two kids. So we're, I mean, we're actually spending more money than we're making in right now because of daycare and shit like that. Like, but it's, it's impossible. It yeah. doesn't like in order to be comfortable, like you said, it like hundred thousand, ninety thousand dollars a year. You definitely. And that isn't the norm. That's not the yeah. median, you know, Get the fuck out of here. It's nuts that we are supposed to survive this way and just, you know, bite our tongues. Excuse me. <laughs> No, you, mean, yeah. you don't say excuse me because you don't mean it. You don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't smells like my chips, which I didn't finish before we started. You're this, not gonna, I really want. You're not right gonna now. finish them. I hope not. Anyway, <laughs> well, but but again, yeah, it it does. Again, to blanket everyone with just, I mean, there. <sighs> 
I'm not going to end up saying anything positive, I guess, here about the right right now. Like, I know people that are conservatives that are good people, but to me, it's just like, it is guilt by association at this point, because there are some really crazy fucking ideas coming out of the right right now. Most. And people say, like, (laughs) oh, these left, these progressives are whack jobs as well, and it's just like, well, if I mean, if you really think about it, like, humans naturally progress, and a lot of things that they're saying are mainly due to climate change right now, and we need to really fucking start addressing that. But but again, whether it's... Whether it's lack of education, whether it's influence, again, from your family or your church that drives these fears, these prejudices that politicians prey on to gain your votes and stuff like that, whether it's that or you being morally bankrupt, you just not giving a fuck. I mean, some people just don't fucking care. Like, they just want to watch the world burn. Own the libs. And, yeah, really or just it. own the libs or whatever. Like, they don't care either way. You know what I mean? Um and there's a lot of people that just care about money and know that there's conservatives in Congress. Like, they know the way the game's played. You know, yeah. like there's like anybody in any type of that industry that's going the way the dodo, like fossil fuel industry, any of those people are always going to vote Republican because they know that Republicans are more about like that oil lobby and making that money. I mean, there are Democrats too. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Joe most, Manchin. pretty much. Yeah. I mean, Joe Manchin's. He's not a Democrat, like, but he's, he's a Democrat. He's a dino. But he's literally he of all the congressmen, he has received the most donations from fossil fuel industries. Oh, I know. And he's running for president. I see why you're looking at me like that, because you're going to eat some fucking chips. I'm going to set them here for now. Yeah. Um, (laughs) No, you're right. And it concerns me about Joe Manchin. And honestly, you probably could circle down to this point if we're talking about third-party candidates right now. Freaking RFK Jr. Like, that dude (laughs) who thought that, like, COVID was, was engineered to basically target white and black people instead of Asians and Jewish people. Yeah, this is a quote that he's on camera he's saying. A weirdo. And if you saw the video of him saying it, he's just sitting at a table and it's kind of like down the line at him. And the woman that's in his view, you see the back of her head when he's speaking. And when she turns her head around, that's how you should feel. Mm-hmm. Her face is how you should feel when you hear that. If you don't feel that way, then you're confused because it's fucking ridiculous that it, it ugh, that a virus could be selective in this way. To avoid Jewish well, d- people. Well, deliberately engineered that way. Because, yeah. again, like we were talking the about earlier, like, sickle, sickle cell anemia does disproportionately affect black people. Okay. And you know what I mean? Like, they're more susceptible to it. Like, there are certain diseases like are that. They, are they, like, they're Jewish? No. And that's, I mean, that's a religion. Yeah. Obviously, I'm, I'm saying, saying that's absurd. Asian, yeah, but, but Asians, Asian again, side, I mean. You could maybe say that because of the genetic side, but, uh, but because of the genetics side of it. But. To me, it was the Jewish thing that pisses me off the most. It's yeah, like, sure. that's it's, an ideology. Absurd. I don't agree with what they believe in, but whatever. There's no way a virus can affect just that belief. It's fucking on that. And he's running for president on the Democratic side as a third party. Or why don't he, with, yeah, I, I don't know. But that's that's the that's that mansion and RFK should be a concern for you. And again, I don't want Joe Biden running again. I think. I'm still kind of holding out hope that in the 11th hour, not in the 11th hour, but close to at least like once the Republican, the conservative primary start, uh, the Republican primary start happening, that Joe Biden makes some sort of announcement about him stepping down. I think that would be in the best interest of the country. Um, I think um, our, our governor, for one, would be an awesome candidate. I've heard rumors of that, at least in the future. But anyways, regardless, I'm getting off topic. If Biden should decide not to do that, um, one of these guys the running, options. yes, at that point there wouldn't be there wouldn't be a. Um, I'm sorry, well, what the fuck am I trying to think of? Like a reasonable option? 
if Biden were to continue were to continue the, to run, there wouldn't be the I'm sorry, there wouldn't be Democratic primaries. Okay, so RFK or Manchin would be forced to run third party if they really are the disruptors that they clearly fucking are. Um, and a lot of people on the fence, a lot of independents, I mean, you know, some Democrats, again, would vote for Manchin instead of Biden, you know what I mean? But all that does is take votes away and allow Trump to get a majority, you know what I mean, and win or some other fucking Republican. Yeah. So, I mean, this this isn't good. And at the same time, it, it there's a separate argument to be made about Trump going to trial, if you want to get to that, at least now the letter of uh, the letter that Jack Smith sent him about January 6th. Yeah. But Trump going to trial, when is it? Like May of next year. Mm-hmm. Um, again, there's no press. There's nothing to say that a president who's under indictment or a president who ends up being convicted or ends up being in jail. You know what I mean? There's nothing to say that they can't run. However, I am concerned about certain people like the justice department deciding to find some sort of loophole to allow him not to run, which again, he shouldn't be qual He should not be allowed to run. But at no. the same point, the weird part is, it's just like if Biden stays in there, I think Trump is the only person that Biden can beat, which I've said before. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think again, people, I, Trump is not electable. No matter who that man runs against, I do not think he is going to win. We just have to think in terms of like Biden stepping down and having a better replacement one that we can agree with, but certainly for me is not Joe Manchin. If it ended up being Joe Manchin somehow, like Biden stepping down and Manchin being the Democratic nominee, I, since we're in this stupid fucking two-party system and we don't have ranked choice voting or any bullshit, I would vote for Manchin. I'm sorry. I don't of want course. fucking, you know what I mean? Of but course. the guy's a fucking coal baron. You would vote for your death. Be over. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> I mean, honestly, not gonna and it's similar to how I felt, it's similar to how I felt fucking voting for Hillary Clinton. Put it down. Oh, God damn it. You are my Joe Manchin. <laughs> you don't listen to reason. This it's a sh- podcast. You don't eat chips on a podcast. You're right, but this shuts me up, and I talk too much, and we need to hear more from Sean, because he's smarter than I am. No, it's not, it's not even necessary. So, you know, I don't even know where we're at. We were talking about, what, third-party well, candidates. Trump's letter, but yeah. We're, yeah. We're just talking about certain scenarios that can happen, and all of them seem concerning to me. They the, all the, do. What's the, what's the, good, the, less what's concerning, the best scenario? Try and think of that. What's the best scenario that somebody we don't know about announces they're going to run? And at this point, you know what? If we're already if we're already into fucking old people, you know what I mean. And he's still a sound mind. And you know what? I'm I know whatever. Just fucking you know what? Bernie fucking Sanders. Yeah, Biden steps down man. and Bernie fucking my Sanders. Man. You all Bernie, knew what dude, I'd say. There are so many people. Look, there there have been a lot of fucking polls of people who. We're going to vote for Bernie Sanders had the Clinton campaign not fucked him over yep. and the DNC not fucked him over in 2016, and they ended up voting for Trump instead. Yeah, the leader of the DNC at that time was Kelly or something Wasserman. can't remember her first name now. Um, DNC chair. And she was the one that, yeah, don't look at me like, oh, I'm going to get away with it. No, everyone here is your fucking chips. So she's... she's <laughs> Of course they got so you know the she's the chair of the DNC at this time during the Clinton campaign against Trump uh, or no to, in the primary against Bernie Sanders and you know the things they did time slots everything you could imagine to put him down to get him less so that she would win um, she was found guilty for and was fired as chair and then went and worked on the Clinton campaign the rest of the way you know like it's there's your there's your story. If you were confused at the time what happened, that's what happened, and he could have won. So, yeah, but I mean, he's he, we, too we probably would have never had Trump. 
He, I mean, I don't think he's, he's too old, but his faculties are much better than Biden's. And I know a lot of, of people, I know that means a lot to people. And, and I mean, it means, it means something to me too, but I just don't, Joe Biden, in my opinion, like, okay, his economic, I, I don't like talking about presidents and economies because I think economies fluctuate by, I don't want to get conspiracy theorists, but different powers that be by corporations that know what they're doing, know about, you know what I mean? There's certain, there's certain ways they can control D, GDP. They can control yeah, stock market manipulations, exactly. Like, there's, you know what I mean? So, like, they, they can sort of decide, like, how things are going well, and whoever's president isn't really... It's you know, not... Exactly, it, it doesn't... It bleeds into their presidency. Like, we're still affecting the... Or we're still feeling the effects not, of the Trump presidency, and we're going to feel the effects of the Biden presidency beyond... But it all sure, intermingles, and, and then, like you said, powers there that is, be in the billionaires there that is, make moves. There is legislation and stuff put in place by certain presidents that help, you know... Um, help our economy, at least jobs numbers. I mean, Biden's definitely been creating a lot of jobs with the infrastructure deal. And I do, yeah. I do like that. We are going to be starting to make semiconductors in this country. Um, and the manufacturing jobs that are going to come out of that, um, which a lot of them actually, there's, there was a huge manufacturing product um, project taking place in Georgia and Marjorie Taylor Greens district. So that's good. And it was hilarious about her fucking bitching about, uh, she was like, Biden wants to finish all the infrastructure things that FDR did and blah. Like, she's like touting off all these good things that FDR wanted to do for like the country and just doesn't realize how she's basically just endorsing Biden. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. She's so dumb. It's unbelievable. And then showing the naked pictures of Hunter Biden banging his prostitute. Like, oh my God. Like, Hunter Biden's such a skeezy dude. But like, <laughs> that was in, that was in the halls of Congress. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, you want to talk about decorum and like edit like never to be forgotten. And you again, like speak this, of them, you could speak of them. Sure, but like this is what's going on. No meaningful. That's what I'm saying. Like this, there's no meaningful legislation that is being put in place or or put forth by these people. That's the word desultory. They don't have a fucking direction. The Republicans right now, especially these Freedom Caucus fucking lunatics who just want to have these DOJ investigations overturned and then take control of them with another Trump presidency so the executive branch can basically control all forms of fucking Congress. Of course. Or all forms of our fucking government from the DOJ to fucking legislation and everything. It's about and the they've, game. They've it's not open, about they have openly admitted that's what they want to do. Okay? Th that shit is insane. That's th How does that benefit ordinary citizens at all? How does that help you pay for daycare? How does that help lower inflation? How does that help fucking, how does that help fuck. you? They don't care. How does that help the um, the middle class or the, or the millennial or the younger generation that might be influenced by their parents and want to vote Republican? Like, how does any of this shit, what they're trying to do, help you get the house that you want? Nope. That you fucking deserve for because you work so fucking hard, but you can't now because things just aren't as great as when the boomers had it. These people that are in there right now fucking things over for you. It's yeah. ridiculous. They're wasting it. time. And I'm not saying that, like, every politician, in my opinion, is corrupt because I don't, there's just, there's too much influence from, from lobbyists. There's too much influence from, from corporations for these people to somehow turn down this money. I mean, the money that they will get to create certain legislation and vote certain ways on that legislation. I'm not saying there aren't certain people out there that literally are all grassroots. Like Bernie Sanders is. Bernie Sanders made some money writing a book, whatever. And you too can make money writing a book. And that's what he said. <laughs> and it was fucking hilarious. You know, like, and now, they, I want to bring up because we now that we sorry. rounded back to now Bernie that I've Sanders. gone off topic. No, it's fine because I was like, damn, keep that Bernie Sanders idea in your head. Yeah. And you ran all the way over there, but you came right back. So no fucking big deal. But yeah, I want Bernie Sanders to step down or no, I'm sorry, no. to step in for Biden. Even, I, you know what? Like, he's of too course, old. I want him to stay. He's got the moral fortitude. He's got the history of being on the right side of history that I definitely think he would be fantastic. But where I'm at is we need youth. 
when you've got AI coming up and you've got technology on another level, you ask your parents, any of you, you know, your parents are not up to snuff. They do not know what technology, how it works. They don't understand cybersecurity. They don't understand how artificial intelligence can manipulate the most minute factors of your life. And those need to be taken into account because we're about to go through another transition that is, you know, unparalleled. Bernie, Bernie Sanders, he though. Can't, he can't fathom he, it. But, dude, yes, he can, and he does. Bernie Sanders is in touch with, he's in touch with the younger generation. He knows it. He he is one of those people that believes in not... I can't believe I'm arguing against Bernie Sanders. Not, right he believes, he be, he's one of those people that believes, and he said it before, he believes in not talking down to the younger generation. He believes in listening to them and listening to what they have to say instead of dismissing them the way that, like our parents' generation have always dismissed us, you know, the same way their boomer fucking parents, you know what I mean? Like, they came back from the war and that's it. Like, they're tough-ass sons of bitches and they fucking are, don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? But at that point, it's like, you know, you vote. That, that's when patriotism, patriotism was at its full fucking force and that's when people were to start, you know, the government at least knew this and was like, you know what? We're the superpower now. World War II's over. People are home. People are making fucking money. Let's do this. And yeah. it just went full fucking throttle. Okay. You know what I mean? All the way to the Reagan era, which, when, which is when wealth equality really fucking went quick from that point, trickled out in economics, whatever. Wonderful. Well, but, but again, the... The idea of not listening to young people who are the future generation. Like, I, I think about all of this stuff because I have kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and there's, like, some people have said things to me. People have, I mean, even my father said this to me. And I know my, my stepdad said it to me as well. And they'd be like, well, I mean, I'm not going to be around. Like, at least in regards to climate change. And every time I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, if my <laughs> kids are coming at me like that, I'm going to be like, you know what, dude? The, I'm going to, we need to do something like, again, hopefully I'll have the resources by that point. I don't have it now because it takes money to do everything. Yeah. And people always question me like, Oh, you care about all these things. What do you do? I'm like, well, I basically spend more money than I earn taking care of my family. So I don't really have time. The only thing I can do is this podcast with my buddy fucking Sean and hope <laughs> that people listen. Hopefully it can inspire other people that maybe have money and time to go out. Yeah. Like things. whatever. This is more about spreading information and stuff, but regardless, I want to listen to my children, and I think Bernie Sanders does that, and I think he understands the dangers of AI. And there are there are a lot of, like, a presidency is not just that person. He would fill it with the right people. That man's a good judge of character. I agree. He would I fill agree. it with but the right people. you know it comes down to the Congress bullshit, you know? Are they going to vote him in? play that game. All that stuff. Yeah, so there are times. Who's in charge, and how much time are they going to have to spend getting the information they need to make decisions in, in like, like, Right now, the strike's going on. We can move on to that. The strikes that are happening yeah. between the Writers Guild and SAG-AFTA, which is the Actors Guild, um, you know, they're genuine uh, strikes. There's a, a large concern for AI taking their jobs. The uh, Secret Invasion, Marvel, that Disney yeah. put out their tr uh, their intro was completely done by AI. That intro that used show to be drags. An ooh, animators, writers... All to do a small intro, like there, are, mm -hmm. those little intros to your shows you watch are short films that are, are outsourced, you know, and those people are paid for their creativity, and you get to enjoy them. To just say AI create this, and it was garbage. Look it up, Secret yeah, Invasion's AI one. It's yeah, just it's what you imagine. We, we watched the show. The bullshit it's, was. It's again but, not a great show, but and you know what? Even the artists to begin with probably don't even get paid shit. So it's just like no, they don't. You know, you, they don't. They don't get paid shit to begin with. And now you're not even going to use them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, it was hard for me. This is another uh, instance where I dove deep because I was confused by a subject. And everyone should do that. So I was like, all right, how are the actors striking? To me, actors are, are millionaires. So I'm seeing Mandy Moore's residuals are 33 cents for This Is Us a mm -hmm. month. And I'm like, 
Well, how much was she paid per episode? $250,000? She made $4.5 million? Why is she even striped? You're a millionaire. What are you fighting for? Like, I don't care about that. I don't care about you in that way. Like, mm-hmm. you've made your money. If you fuck that up, that's on you. Mm-hmm. But... So I dove in and I was like, why should I give a fuck about the actors, the millionaires, when Mandy Moore's an outlier and Brad Pitt's an outlier, Johnny Depp's an outlier. It feels because they're always in the spotlights and stuff that there must be tons of them, but they're not, you know, and the actors that work like you remember when we were growing up, you know, 38 years old, that there were there were superstars, you know, now the next generation, you've got like Taylor Swift, there are some superb stars and then there's like the rest yeah. Because there's just so many actors coming up. So nobody's made, they all have to have side hustles. And then those residuals used to pay for stuff. But now, you know, this is us that is streaming. It's a show, you know, and it, it, I'm sure there's tons of people watching it and it streams and she gets 33 cents a month as a main character. That means those people that are not main characters, that aren't the millionaires, aren't getting 33 cents a month. And what the fuck is change a month? A lot of, a lot of these jobs are are blue collar jobs you know what i mean like key grips i mean you see you see how many people are involved in making a movie at the fucking end credits how many like there a very small amount of those people are making huge fucking dollars exactly You're, you know what i mean so like all the rest again these are blue collar workers these, somebody even broke it down this made so much sense there was a person that owns a food truck on like universal's lot or something like that you one of those big fucking lots and they don't have the key grips and the guys that are, I, I don't know the terminology, the guys that are holding booms or Gappers. whatever, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah they, they don't, those are the guys that like on their breaks come to that food truck and buy food from that person who was working their fucking ass off, slaving in front of a grill in their truck and then driving home after probably a fucking 12 hour. I mean, you know how late these fucking yeah. people work and stuff like that. So it goes all the way down to affecting them and their family by these people and, striking. It, and it's a fucking, it's a huge industry. Your, your Marvel hits, you know, uh, Avengers, everything like that was shot in Georgia. Yep, you know? Georgia. I was just going to say, Georgia is another huge I'm industry. Sh- I'm sure you can, most people can remember either in the beginning credits and credits that the peach, peach logo. Yep. That's Georgia. That's that's their te- revenue. Yeah, so this know? isn't just evil Hollywood, you know what I mean? This is Marjorie fucking Taylor Green state. There you you go. know, and it's it's of that same ilk, that greedy ass fucking CEO corporate ilk that again influences lobbyists on Capitol Hill and a lot of the legislation they want to put in place. Like like think about this. An extra who is in a scene, okay? Um doesn't get paid that much to begin with, you know what I mean? They might have a small speaking role or maybe they're just like an extra in a scene somewhere. There's no law protecting them from being subject to AI taking their likeness and being used in other films. So the fuck you mean extras for commercials? You know what I mean? Everything. You just exactly. Put... Like think about that. They might have one day on set where they get paid. I think the example was like an extra got paid like hundred fifty dollars to be there for eight hours just to be in like a movie. You know, it's cool. Like you're an extra. Like if somebody awesome. was like be an extra in a movie, bar. I'd be like you know whatever hundred fifty bucks just so I can be like hey I was in that movie once. I'd probably fucking do Hell it yeah. on a day I had off work. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But like. Would I allow them to take my likeness and deny me or deny other people opportunities to be in that movie just because maybe they were like, oh, that's a decent likeness. They did an okay job. Cool. AI, take that shit. Replicate it in every fucking film that we have. You know I mean, like, that's ridiculous. That's scary. That's invasive. And these are the type of laws that they want to put in place. And yeah, I thought that was the most interesting regulations, example. All these things. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And did you see what Ron Perlman said? 
Oh, the mother where he wanted to like go to see go to some motherfucker's house. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, Yeah, well guess what, motherfucker? We know where you live, so yeah. just think about that. A Disney exec was on audio, I think, saying yeah, it was probably we'll hold Iger, out dude. until they lose their homes, their apartments. And, yeah. he, and then it like what I'm watching is a sh- is a YouTube short of Ron Perlman's giant face. Oh, and yeah. he's like uh he's like, There's a lot of ways guys lose their homes yeah. you know and we know where you live it could be financial <laughs> could be other you know yeah. he was vicious about it i loved it yeah dude but it's just their mentality like we're not he was being aggressive but i don't think he was trying to rile up a fucking burn his home down scenario but what the disney exec said was real and what his cronies are doing you know and um bob Iger calls it a shame what they're doing right now and it's like dude you know what I mean? Doesn't and create anything. James Gunn's brother. I forget the. I forget his name, but he's in like the Guardians movies and stuff like that. He was just like, he's like, what's the shame? Is just like why? Like why do you need this much money in comparison to somebody else? Why do you need tens, tens or hundreds of millions of dollars million every dollars fucking year? Like year. why? Yeah, like why do you need that money? Like, can you justify that to me? Yeah. You know what I mean? When other people are, like, struggling to fucking pay their bills. Like, it's it's insane. Disperse that it's, wealth. The trickle down is, should happen. Again, it's 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 tone deaf. It's detached. It's, 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 a, it's a small percentage of, like, there's the 1%, the ultra-rich, the billionaires, you know what I mean, that own more than half the wealth in this country. Of course. But the rest of it is pretty much taken up by... The, that other 9%, the people like Bob Iger, you know what I mean, who has hundreds of millions of fucking dollars, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, those, the, that's where the rest of that wealth goes. That's what's deteriorating the fucking middle class, you know what I mean? So, and, and these are these blue-collar workers, especially out in California and Hollywood. I mean, like, that scenario alone, like, the fucking cost of living is so much more expensive. But still, again, even in fucking Georgia, like, people still got to pay bills there, too. Yeah. And there's there's film say, industries all over the place, it, and you know the union affects the, that's all that's across the whole country. Yeah, the one the, the one um, it was a props rental spot, mm-hmm. um, and that, like I said, for all the Marvel movies and things like that, that they were the the hot spot. It was a warehouse, you mm-hmm. know, full of it, and they got nothing. They're just like we don't have any orders at all, and if this happens through December, we're gonna have some financial hardships for yeah. sure, you know. And it, so it ripples beyond. And for those of you, because UPS is going to strike here August 1st. Yeah, that should concern. That's extremely concerning. Like, when you don't get your packages on time, understand that this is, that has to happen. And you need to feel the repercussions. When our shows, there's going to be a time in the near future. They record well in advance of when you watch a show. So, like, stuff is still coming out. There's going to be a big time Mm -hmm. where we don't have much new shit. Yeah. And, like, don't complain. Like, I really, you're going to want to. You're going to be like, oh, there's a fucking millionaire doing this and that. But, like, this is the kind of shit. It needs to be disruptive. Strikes are supposed to be disruptive. Not destructive, but disruptive. They're supposed to cause you to think, you know, like, about the strife. You need to feel something yourself because that's the only way humans fucking feel it. Yeah, and, I mean, you, you can extrapolate that to a huge degree when it comes to climate change. You know what I mean? Like, there's the people that... There's the people that are like, stop oil now. You know what I mean? This is kind of a segue, but it made me think of this. Like, you know, the people that are gluing their hands to the street and, you know, disrupting traffic at that point. Like, that's absurd to me because you can't you can't just flick the switch on fossil fuels immediately. That will kill so many fucking people. But we're not doing anything. We have to kind of piecemeal taking these systems apart and replacing them with renewable energy and whatever, you know, whenever the fucking technology gets there. But, um... Again, there will be lapses, like you said, when these things start to happen, where life is going to get fucking hard. And everybody's going to want somebody to blame 
And honestly, I'm not always about blaming somebody, but this, this, it really does come down to like a hundred companies in the fucking world that fed you junk in, in, in terms of climate change that fed you junk science and fucking had lobbyists working their fucking asses off to have legislation go their way. Yeah. So again, in, in the smaller scale of things, the entertainment industry, which, you know, well, it's a little bit smaller. There's still billionaires in that industry too, but Again, there there will be that fucking lapse, but you know that's it should make you think again about why these things happen, and it should make you ask like, what is enough? Like, how much is enough? How much fucking money is enough? Like, if I made fifty one million in one year, I wouldn't continue to work at Disney. Yeah. I'd be like, I have fifty one million dollars. Okay, I would have my house paid off. Like, I would take care of my family and my kids, and I would do some good with it. You know what I mean? Like there's, I, why would I need to keep continuously like going to work and having to make hard, well, not really hard decisions, but I mean, putting myself in positions where I'm running this company that everybody loves and saying things like, oh, it's a shame that the people that work for me don't want to fucking work for pennies. Well, I fuck, like, fuck you, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? You give me one year of making $51 million. I'm not greedy enough to content to fucking piss all that shit away and fuck myself over and have to continue to be in an industry where, I mean, like, I'm just saying, like, how much is enough? It's a simple question. I think when you cross some line that I'll never know, that it becomes now a competition is of having is the, it the most. trigger. There's this. There's, there's a, a line threshold where, like, you're no longer just the wealthiest friend, you know, and then you become part of another group where now you're the poorest friend, and now you need to get up above all of them. You know, it feels like those are the competitions that you see. I mean, when when you think of a hundred thousand dollars a year, it would take you ten years to become a millionaire. It would take you, what, 10,000 years to become a billionaire. So how do we have billionaires? They're fucking hoarding our wealth, and then we all squabble that's for fucking $100,000, $250,000, whatever here, this and that. Those things and that's, don't change And that's anything. right now, if I was making $150,000, I would be so fucking happy. I don't think that I would want to be making it more, you know what I mean? Like, that would be comfortable for me. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, is there a point where before these people were... You know, they had that taste. You know what I mean? Was there a point where they were thinking like us? Like, is there is is are, is there a point where no, somebody in was most like, cases it's no. It's always no. To be honest, you pick a billionaire and I'll tell you how they got fucking rich, and it has sure. to do with their parents. Okay, so then like like if I, I don't know. It's just like it's, it's like it's like the gre- it's like the money corrupts. You know what I mean? Yeah, generational wealth. Sure, that has that has a lot to do with. I mean, it's the same thing like affirmative action. Like getting rid of that opens the fucking door for people to be racist during applications, but at the same time, you have kids whose parents went to Harvard or went to Yale, so they just get to keep fucking going. The legacy shit, and the majority of them are white. Yeah. You know, again, that's just, it's it's privilege, and that's all generational wealth is. It's hoarding wealth and saving it for the same people that stay in the same industries and do the same types of fucking jobs. Yeah. Whether they're qualified or not, probably reach the Peter Principal stage at some point. Peter, you know the Peter Principal? I don't know. The Peter Principal is basically like, it's in the... In an unfettered capitalist in industry where people basically are just promoted to their level, their level of incompetence. You know what I mean? Like, like there's certain people who who were able to make their way up to the point where like they don't know what the hell they're doing. Oh, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? But they still earn all kinds of money, and that's why like, that's how kind of like greed and wealth continues to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so we, like we again, it's, it's a detachment. It, we gauge people's like level of intelligence, level of you know, ideology, like you would look at it by their wealth. Mm-hmm. You know, we, Elon <laughs> Musk makes a statement and we take it as something that should be revered. And yeah. Like, what has he really done? 
You know, yeah, yeah, he hoarded a shit ton of money, but he got it from the fucking Blood Diamond Mine or whatever his dad owned, and then sold PayPal, and, you know, you can walk it through how he made all his money in Tesla. We talked about this before. Yeah, he didn't, but he didn't start he Tesla. Sold, no, he bought it, and then he was selling the carbon offsets he, he, that he earned through their green initiative. Yeah, which uh, don't work. Cop- <laughs> it's so stupid. He, his shit was, like, you know, electric vehicles, so he got a ton of carbon offset credits. So he would sell them to coal industries so that they didn't have to be, you know, pollution conscious. Yeah. And that's how he made his millions. He, like Tesla wasn't and still isn't the biggest car company in the world. You know, it's an innovative car idea. And I still hope that it does well. But at the same time, they weren't like flying off the fucking shelves. It was his carbon offsets he was selling to make his billions. And we revere him for it. All he did was I don't, fuck our I don't planet. revere that man. He's a piece of shit. I the, mean, talk the about world of revere. Talk him. about detached, man. And like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, there's, there's, I'm at the point right now where there, there's no way that, like, again, there are a select few, but the career politicians, the millionaires, the ones that have made, you know, like the mansions that fucking own that McConnell's. own yachts and shit. You know, the McConnells that have been there for so long. And like, there, there's, there's a political that political influence they have the political careers they have gives them an opportunity to be detached but there's also a point where you make so much fucking money again where you're just you're detached you could grow up detached or you could get to the point where where you earn so much that you're detached and i mean detached from society detached from the middle class like you don't like people that don't you know like there's it's i've read about affluenza i've read yes affluenza i've i've read stories about like you know there's what's fucking buzzfeed always has these stupid things board panda always has stupid things about like people will share anecdotes about um meeting like rich people for the first time and how out of touch they were and like the one that always gets me is this kid fucking he's like you know i worked my fucking ass off i got a scholarship to a fucking really good school you know what i mean and some legacy kid came in there and was my fucking um was my roommate, my dorm mate or whatever, and asked me to do his laundry for him because at 18 years old, he had never done it in his whole fucking life. His fucking mate always did, you know, just shit like that. That's the type of detachment that I mean. Like, fucking Donald Trump Elon legitimately Musk, during his presidency oh, yeah. thought we had to present our IDs to buy groceries. Yeah. That yeah. happens in Russia. Exactly. <laughs> he didn't <laughs> even know what it was like to buy groceries. And, that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, Like, Elon Musk doesn't, like, he doesn't know what it's like to just, like, to, to walk out the door by himself and get in his car and leave his fucking middle-class suburban neighborhood and drive to the store and fucking buy groceries. Like, is that that guy doesn't understand what it's like to just be an ordinary citizen. Like, the and they certainly, from a financial standpoint, don't fucking understand what it's like to fucking pay bills, to worry about money, to, to get unexpected bills, to get unexpected hidden fees and charges that they don't fucking understand. Like, yeah. shit like that. And, like, the financial strain that it puts on you and, and your fucking household. Like, it, I they, got, I got a, they a, don't a, understand. I got a letter for a Discovery Platinum card I was selected for. And mm-hmm. I, I'm like, all right, well, what's the percentage rate? 29%. Yeah. 29%. It's my, I'm Apple, like, you it's think, my Apple card, dude. You think these fuckers even understand interest? I mean, they do. But, like, they don't have to think about it because yeah. they don't care. But we're... You know, paycheck to paycheck. It's, it's nickel and diming. It's nickel and diming. 29% on a borrow is in fucking sane. Yeah. And like, and that's it's, that was the gift they were giving. You've been selected for this. Like, no, that's my last ditch resort, motherfucker. It's, it's nickels and dimes to them, man. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like of whatever course. your principle is at twenty nine, at the percent twenty nine percent of that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that little bit of extra amount they're getting, but they're getting from all their fucking clients because they fuck everyone like that. Yeah. Like Are you it broke? all adds up to them. But like that extra fucking fifty bucks in interest that you're paying is a yeah. huge fucking amount of money. Are you broke enough that you uh, overdraft by five dollars? Oh, I'm sorry that happened. Here's thirty five more. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's insane, dude. I mean, it's a, it's the subprime market too for housing and and vehicles and so, and buying cars and shit like that. Like people that I mean, again, this everybody wants to get a house, right? You know, in two thousand eight, at least that's that's what the issue was. But everybody wants a fucking house, and everybody needs a car. This country sort of like you know, the capitalism sort of demands it. Yeah, and survive. And people that don't have the means to afford that get, you know, they get loans at those types of interest rates and, you know, are making huge fucking payments and then inevitably will default. And then before you know Which it, is I mean, what they want. Capitalism wants exactly. you to default. That's but, the win for them. It's not you making your payments on time and covering the costs, but people it's defaulting that and, they win. And people also, I mean, they're not educated. Like that's, that's the legal part of it to me. Like a lot of these people aren't like, I don't know that there's a lot of laws in there making sure that whoever the financial person, the, um, um, like whoever the finance, you know, the finance director at the dealership or whatever, I don't know that they have to describe to you exactly what's happening, like what your payments are going to be like or anything. Yeah. Did you read the paperwork I gave you? Uh, yeah. We'll yeah. sign here. Yeah, basically. Okay. That's, why, I get that's why we won't deal with it, man. And like, you know, it, it kind of hurts us because we don't sell as many cars, but like we're not willing to fuck somebody over like that. Like a lot of these people don't understand. They don't have the financial education. You know what I mean? Yeah, and look at student loans. Student oh loans. God, are, we're still dealing with the repercussions from our student loans. And I, I can remember vividly when I was getting out of high school. What do you do? High school to college. You don't fucking think about it. That's what you're supposed to do in the life path. So I was like, all right, well, I'm like completely undecided because I have no idea what I want to do in life. So here's $60,000 in debt for you to enjoy making no decision. You know, and then as yeah. I've explained before, the textbooks that they gouge you every minute to get as much of your student loan out of you as possible. So like, mm -hmm. it's not even a, a system that teaches you how to get a loan and then use it properly and, and manage your funds. It's more of a system that says, here's a ridiculous loan that you have to take if you want to do what you're supposed to do in life. And then, you know, we're going to gouge you at every left and right turn so that you're stuck with these so that you pay us forever. You know, and the most forever. simple thing. It, that they could do is the, you know, the cosign that it, when you get that oh, student yeah. loan that the school cosigns with you. I'll give you this loan because the, the school believes in you and then they have some skin in the game. Then you'll see a less financial aid, but the financial aid will go to people that are more than likely education, like education level that they should be going to the college. Yeah. But, you know, here we are. It's fucking America. So you're not going to see that anytime soon. It's again, it's just, it all comes down to that same, I mean, money drives everything. So how much is enough? Like, I mean, you, you can't, you can't become a billionaire without hurting people. You just can't. Like you no. were saying, you know what I mean? How long? 10,000 years for a person. What is it? A person on minimum wage to be $100,000 a year. Oh, $100,000 a year. And it would take you 10,000 years to be a billionaire. Yeah. So $100,000 a year is money that like, again, my family combined, our combined income doesn't even make that. So a single person you know what I mean? Like, not a lot of people are making that money. The essential workers that literally keep our country going don't even make that much fucking money. Yeah. But they were forced out during a pandemic to continue to fucking work because they're fucking essential. And Cops don't make that, fun, that much fucking money. Teachers don't make that much fucking money. 
You know what I mean? Nurses don't make that much fucking money. A year is what some teachers make. Yeah, forty thousand dollars a year. I make more than I make more than that. Fucking selling cars on the internet and doing some accounting stuff for a few hours a day, basically. You know, and things have been slow lately. These are who we're giving our children to to be educated to make it in life. And we don't pay them a substantial yeah, and now, amount of money. And now we're telling them what they can teach kids and what they can't teach kids and oh, what and books they can use in their... Work guns to defend their students Oh my God, shooters. I know. Jesus. Yeah, enjoy it's just, that. Again, like all these things... Like, People I've talked to that have listened to our podcast that have issues with me getting emotional and getting pissed. Like, it's because I have kids now, man. Like, I've... I Anyone... One person that said that to me has known me my whole life. We've gone to high school together, and he knows I've always been a fucking emotional, fucking pissed off little asshole. But <laughs> it's exacerbated when I have kids, man. Like I worry about this because I have children, and I I don't. You have to be in some sort of denial to not look at our country right now and see like the crazy things that are being done. Like I I don't understand how some people agree with it, but literally trying to like alter history. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and not tell the truth about it. Like, I don't want my, I don't want my kids getting some fucking bullshit brainwashed education that isn't the fucking truth, you know? Like, yeah, it may be harsh, but that's what reality is. You can't just coddle these kids. And it's not even like it's coddling. It's just, this is what happened. Like, learn from the mistakes of our history and let's move forward. Progression is constantly revision. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're going to just mask it all. And then now we have division. That's it. It's crazy. You know, we, we can... I still wanted to talk about Florida. Yeah, let's talk about shit. Florida. Florida's important. <laughs> Florida has the highest insurance rates for, for homeowners insurance in the country. And the highest inflation. And yes, in the highest. And DeSantis, trust me, he's not, again, another one of those fucking desultory politicians who... Well, no, he does have meaning and direction, but it's just towards fighting the mouse and fucking... Bob Iger's dumbass anyways, just whatever. <laughs> Regressive policies. DeSantis is fucking ridiculous. But anyways, a huge a huge financial problem for people in Florida is their insurance. And we're talking about percentages going from like 20% from what they're used to. Like one lady was saying like my insurance was like 980 some dollars in um, like in the early 2000s when I first moved here. And then went up 20%, then 40% to the point where I can't fucking afford it anymore. And there were nonprofit organizations that helped out. But the the issue here is the insurance companies becoming insolvent, either because I would assume they made poor investments or because they were making too many payouts because of hurricanes, because of climate change, you're seeing the fucking cycle, all this stuff. Yeah. Okay. So we pay fucking, you know, actually around like 900 some dollars annually. That's what our premium is for our insurance. And the average down in Florida from the article I read in the Guardian from a couple days ago was anywhere from 45 to $6,000 a year. That's a huge fucking difference. So people are leaving that state because of it. Yeah. And again, it's not even people like insurance companies. Yeah, insurance Farmers companies insurance was the most recent. Yeah, they Ford they won't. So think about this. You people that means that anybody that's left, I mean that creates demand. That creates a huge amount of demand. So anybody that's left is going to be the fucking top dog. They're going to get shitloads of fucking money from these people. They're going to price gouge. They're going to get shitloads well, of premiums it, from them. And that's evil as fuck. And from are, what I've looked into that's about That's what's going to happen. They have a state-run uh, insurance program. That's, it yeah, was, it was, it like was citizen designed, something. Yeah, yeah state-run nonprofit. But it was designed for a, a, a economy that has multiple insurance agencies, multiple options. And when you can't get into them because you're low income, you still have an option. It's just not very good. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the state-run one was just like kind of your bare minimum whatever. And since all the insurance companies are leaving, all, all people are left with is the state-run one, which isn't even designed for yeah. people of means. 
So like they're having to pay ridiculous amounts of money. And so most of them are thinking like, where do we go? But as you know, the housing market is still going up. You know, there's still it, everyone's priced out of buying homes. So they, they, they can't afford to insure the home that's about to be underwater in four years, but they have nowhere to go. And this is the predicament they're in. And it's not to me, it's not like it hasn't been on the fucking wall for how long. You know, like like we said early on, we were doing our global warming episodes. It's like, yeah, 2030 is that tipping point of like, holy fuck, we can't go back, you know. And but all the time leading up to 2030, which is now six years away, is going to get exponentially worse. That's why you have heat waves that are going to be the last month. July had 15 days that broke the world record, Mm -hmm. the globe's record, you know. And they've been been keeping record for what? I don't this is a huge difference. It's either 130 to 170 years, but either way, 130 years, even if it is the fuck, that's a long fucking time. Yeah. Okay. And uh, imagine the industrial age was a huge fucking big chunk of that. You know what I mean? So yeah, this is absurd. That's when things really started. Like they had no idea that Canada was going to burn like this. If you have any kind of application that will show you your air quality and, and, and like a map form, zoom out and look at the red and purple that is all over Canada right now. It, mm-hmm. It's bigger than Alaska. It's absurd. And that's why you see smoke for the first time in your life ever on multiple days a week is because this and that that's all CO2 going into the atmosphere, which causes all the warming. Mm-hmm. You know, in Florida, where they have a, a triple digit weather, if they want to run Arizona into the ocean, too, man. well, no, they, they, yeah. I know for over over a month's worth mm-hmm. of days at this point, 115 degrees at night, 97 degrees yeah. in Phoenix. But I'm talking about Florida right now. So if you were fucking cooking in Florida and you're like, I just got to run into the fucking ocean. It is 90 degree water, 90 degree water on the coast. You can't even get relief. It's bath water, you know, and scientists weren't prepared for any of this, any of the smoke coming from Canada, what's about to come from California and Arizona and this heat that is building up along the edges in these coasts is just absurd. You know, like people don't understand one and two degree differences from norms isn't minute. That is huge and, are, and causes these ecosystem. are like the smartest. These are the smartest people in the world being thrown through a fucking loop. Yeah, you know what I mean. Ninety nine percent of climate scientists tell you that man made climate change is absolutely happening and it's going to keep fucking getting worse. And they didn't. They're not even prepared for what just happened. They didn't expect this. So what the fuck does that tell you? Think about it. That's terrifying. You know, off the coast of uh, New York, they had fourteen uh, shark attacks this year alone. Normally, they may have one to two a year. They had 14, and when you talk to the climate, the guy, you know, whatever, he was saying, you know, we have more new species now because it's getting so warm that they're migrating up. Exactly. These are the, the, like, the ecosystems will change with the smallest changes, and it will affect so much more. They'll either get destroyed or they will change. And again, with these changing ecosystems comes certain diseases you know, that are going to come farther north, that are going to change, that are, gonna, that are going to be manipulated, that are going just by just by nature alone. Yeah, the more... It I mean, look at all the different variances of COVID, you know what I mean? It's just that's the way these viruses are. It's fucking terrifying. And it's happening in real time. I still and think anybody, we're in an extinction event, no lie. I think it's something along those lines. Like, what is the definition of extinction? But we're going to get... This isn't even the hot part of El Nino, as we spoke about in the last episode. This is the precursor. We're we going to have a super warm winter and then one of the hottest summers of our entire lives. What's what's of the, course what's the scale the of time on your on your extinction level event? You think like in the next year, like humans are just gone? No, no. I think, you know, 2030, which is six years away, is we're going to have the two degree difference and you're going to start yeah. seeing the glaciers melt and the sea level rise. That's going to take Florida coasts in. 
legitimately take Florida coast mm-hmm. in. Those people need to migrate inward. They're going to fight over property there. And it's just going to ex- exacerbate because we're not doing anything. You know, it'd be different if it was like all countries have come together and we're all trying to really get down these carbon emissions and figure out solutions and do this and that. But we're not. It affects the affluent. At, not at all. They can always move to a higher location, to a better environment. They can take their private jets. So they don't give a fuck about the bottom dollar. But when you talk about, you know, Turkey is still there. Had the, the, I'm sorry, it was uh, Afghanistan. It doesn't matter. The, uh, in the Middle East, there was a huge um, flood that overtook this entire mm-hmm. area, leaving it was Afghanistan. Yeah, and they're still waiting for that shit to recede. You know, like you, yeah, even you up in Vermont, which is supposed shit. to be a safe area. There was all that flooding up there a few weeks ago. My my brother lives and works up there, man. And he had to get all of his equipment out of his ware- warehouse and lost a shitload of material. It's fucking rough for him right now. Yeah. And Vermont's a type of area that they're saying, like, as things get worse, it's supposed to be one of those areas that's, you know, safe. Even, you know, kind of where we are in Pennsylvania right now, like, we're going to have much higher temperatures and crazy thunderstorms like we had the other fucking night that, like, literally damaged all kinds of shit in my yard and stuff like that and they're they're happening they're, that's at least the fourth one for just this summer alone and then like crazy fucking storms man yeah. and they're saying the these like vermont got a summer's worth of rain in a matter of like a couple days you know what i mean yeah. like that's it's it's these things just to deny it at this point like it's infuriating to hear people deny it but at the same time like i i don't i don't even want to have conversations with people like i work with people that just think it's all bullshit you oh, know i what do mean? too and like and you can't I, talk to them anymore. It's just like, how can you see this? You can really literally upsetting. walk outside and see the smoke. You know, and we could talk about that. Or we could talk about the heat. Or we could talk about the flooding. Or we could talk about anything. Like but, the hurricanes that are going to come off the Gulf of about, Mexico because of that heated water. It, you're going to see hurricanes this year that are going to blow out all projections. Everybody's going to be saying the word unprecedented. But, you know, this yeah. it's just what's coming. Why are hurricanes strong? Because of warm waters. It's the warmest waters ever going to be the fucking biggest hurricanes ever it's just fucking math and nobody cares nobody does anything you know that china you know you like to compare the two leading polluting countries china and the u.s it's like they're not doing anything china's putting up solar like it's going out of style now they're still producing coal power plants so Mm -hmm. you know there's that but at the same time if they are in projection to complete what they did which they did last year they're going to have more done this year than we've ever done in one year china's going to have more installed solar panels I mean, I don't like to praise China at all. Oh, I, I don't trust. The, I don't trust say, Xi Jinping's government at all. Their human rights are they're terrible. Yes, uh, but statistically, you just look at the statistic of solar panels being sure, installed, yeah. which is good for the whole entire globe. Yeah. China is leading and actually trying to make moves in that regard, but yet we do nothing, and it's not something we can be. We could be a leader. If we would jump into this, yeah, we're, like, just, we're just watching democracy crumble right now. It's and that's why I say extinction level. It's something that's going to be super disruptive. That U.S. dollar becomes not the norm. Oh you yeah, know, and know. things change, and that's where you know that, that's kind of my extinction level. Not that humans will be wiped off the face of the earth. Yeah. I'm saying more of like it is what we know as reality. Sure, I, th- I think 2040 and 2050 is going to be completely different, and not in some kind of futuristic way. It's going to be very dystopian. And yeah, on that note, we've all we've gone over the hour, so no, it's fine. I just, oh my god, it's just... it's a scary time to be alive, but at the same time, uh, it's interesting. No, I'm just, think, I'm just thinking about my kids. You know, I just, I don't. They're just, they're young. They're just so young and innocent. They don't have a fucking clue. Everything is just wonderful and happy and giddy for them right now. And yeah. like, 
They'll integrate. You, know, you just don't realize like what I just it's I just feel helpless. I feel really helpless, and and I feel bad for them, and I that's that's why that's why I'm so passionate about this stuff, man. I just don't like I I, I mean we can't, you can't even get people to fucking come down to earth and be like you know fucking kids like mine that I just described are getting killed in schools with fucking automatic weapons or rather shopping in the fucking outdoor mall with their, like, you can't even get people to give a fuck about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you really think they're going to care about like, Oh, it's some hot days. Yeah. Like whatever. I'm from Texas. I'm used to it being hot. Temperatures. Pretty always soon it's going to be like, I'm from Texas and I can't go outside yeah. ever during the summer. It gets hot. All, everybody turns their air conditioners up but, and that stresses the power grid. Now you got a power issue. It always stems way further than your fucking base level shit. And that's what bothers me the most is nobody wants to dig at all. They just want their flat out statement. And sometimes I envy the naivete of people, you know, like, like you just, the way you feel right now, but they go to battle, they go to battle against intellectualism at that point. They feel backed up against the wall and they see everything in black and white and they don't know how to have, they don't want to have a nuanced conversation. They don't want to do the, I hate the word research, but they don't, they don't want to educate themselves to have that nuanced conversation because it doesn't, it, I don't know, they're, they're, there's confirmation a different bias. confirmation bias. They're lazy. They don't care. They just, you know, ignorance is bliss. Like whatever, man. They feel and like, included in some smaller group. They and, feel special for some reason over knowing something nobody else knows. Yeah. And like, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that like, oh, like I'm in, when I talk about intellectual, I just talk about just like reading and learning and learning new things, like challenging yourself in like, reading about something new, something you may have heard somebody talk about that you don't understand. Like you, like you were saying, it was probably one of the best things that's ever been said on this podcast. It was like, I didn't understand something, so I dug a little deeper, which everyone should do. Yeah. And that's really all this is. But if people aren't willing to do that, they're not going to realize that like, their politicians are fucking lying to them about fucking bullshit and distracting you with pictures of naked Hunter Biden fucking a prostitute and shit like that. They're not going to realize that like nothing is being done to help them they're not going to understand the culture of someone else. They're not going to understand the science behind climate change and why it's absolutely fucking real and we should be concerned about it, especially if you have kids. They don't want to understand statistics. You know, like, it's... it's. Oh, my God. It's it's upsetting, man, and it's frustrating, but I really am at the point where, like, I'm, I'm starting to be able to gauge people that are like that, and I'm trying to avoid them, but then at the same time, I just feel like I'm avoiding the problem, and, like, what am I doing for my kids in at this point? You're not going to change anyone's mind at this time. You know, it's, it feels. How do you do it? How do you, that's the only thing that's going to save us is changing people, a cultural shift. They have to be affected by it. You know, I saw a a meme that had Nancy Reagan (sighs) that was all against LGBTQ until her daughter came out. And then she was all against guns until there was a shooting. You know, it's like until you're affected or she was all for guns until there was a shooting. Mm -hmm. Um, But until they're affected, especially the affluent, they don't, they just, they, they're all, even if they do look at it, they look at it as statistical and financial. They don't see the human aspect of it until someone in their family or some or themselves are affected. So when you're talking to somebody about global warming and they reference their military record of being in Afghanistan and how hot it was there, you know, you're not going to get anywhere because that's not a real analogy. Yeah. You know, you're not understanding the depth of the conversation and you're using something to skirt it because it's easy for you to just disregard. You don't want to think about it. Yeah. You don't understand it. And so... I don't know. I feel like the people that's minds are, are going to change. All you can do is prompt them to do more research. And as stupid as it sounds, like you said, the word research sucks, but to just dive into subjects. Yeah, I mean, it's as simple as just as far as climate change goes. Look, like we just said, look at why insurance companies are leaving Florida. Yeah. You know what I mean? Look, understand how a hurricane works. 
You know what I mean? Look at the data behind warming waters and how it all fucking correlates. It makes sense. These, I mean, these people aren't, you know, they're not making this shit up, folks. It's you know what I mean? These aren't scientists that are just like fucking out there just jerking off being like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to make this crap up. You know, th- this shit is peer reviewed. Yeah. It is immensely studied by professionals, by people that understand climate, went to school for it and have dedicated their entire lives to it. And the fact that like, and that, now you've got people... To dismiss them like that? Yeah. How fucking infuriating that. It's like when COVID was around and doctors are just like, do you know how horrible this is? Like, we're telling you. And, <laughs> and fucking um, virologists like Fauci are telling you how bad... And you just don't want to believe them because of any number of reasons due to, again, your your bi- your confirmation bias, your whatever, lack of education, lack of, you know, your ig- uh, ignorance is bliss attitude. Like, yeah. it's just... I. If that's the way people want to be, then like it's it's just it's and it's interesting. It's, it, I'm really defeated by it, man. Like I'm sorry. Like this isn't going to help with the defeatedness aspect of it, but I did want to say that like the the scientists there was a because I'm old enough now to know that like I cared back when I was 18 and I was looking at and and the science was new. You know, taking these big tubes of ice to measure the carbon layers and figure out what was going on different years when, you know, there's glacial shifts and things like that. I was like, oh, okay, you know, that is kind of tough. But now you got the same guy that was putting that information out has been in the field for 20 years with the kind of technological advances we have these days. There's micro uh, forecasting now. You know, that's why planes are going to be able to help you with not with real time weather uh, mm-hmm. You know, accuracy, but there's not going to be as many delays and stuff like that. And that's yeah. done through AI. This is technology has grown with the scientists that were learning constantly and wanted to further their knowledge. So when you hear the same scientist that's been in the position for 20 years say, we've never seen any fires like this. It's like, that's huge. That's that's insane because you've been in the field and been looking at fires for 20 plus years. For me to say I've never seen any fires like this is still true. But I'm not researching fires every single year as my employment. Yeah, like fucking armchair experts, dude. Like, you're not just going to sit there at home and just be like, oh, whatever, fucking somebody told me it's not real. I choose not to believe in it, so fuck it. And then just go to your fucking job. You know, not to downgrade your job. I respect anybody that goes out and has to work in this fucking country. But goes to your job that clearly is not involved in whatever field you're trying to sit there and dismiss. I mean, just get the fuck out of here, man. Like, there's, there's, there's... (laughs) That is what's extremely infuriating to me. The war against intellectualism, the war against science drives me fucking crazy. You know, and I tried to have a conversation with somebody today about it. And it just like, I was like, I just, I just feel like sometimes people are threatened by the fact that I just want to understand something more and have a nuanced conversation about something rather than just dismissing it, you know, just to, just to go on with my day, just brush it under the rug. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's, 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 it's like. People can be threatened by it because they don't want to because they don't want to be made to feel ashamed or made to feel stupid or whatever. And people can be threatened by it simply because they just don't want their happiness to be fucked with at the time. You know what I mean? It's like nobody wants to think in the long run right now. And that's what got us here because now we're forced to think in the short run now. Yeah. And we're not. Yeah. And we're not doing anything. It's still about like hoarding wealth for the next generation or whatever. The, and, and again, until that next generation isn't going to be here because of climate change, these people won't fucking learn. And yeah. and you're right. And that's a shame. It's an individualist take that bothers me, not the collective. And, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do when you don't have these essential workers making sure that your sweet fucking yacht life is fucking still running well because they're working for your fucking company 12 hour fucking days and you're not paying them shit what about when they're all fucking gone and dead you just have enough 
I guess they're going to go live in. They got that mountain somewhere, right? Conspiracy yeah. theorists. They'll have bunkers. Where all the yeah, their bunkers, all those their resources. Movies of apocalypse where there's bunkers, there people like the billionaires go to. I don't find that very far fetched. Yeah, sure. I completely think you know if somebody had a place, oh, this might be safe. I'm going to sell to the highest bidder. Why would Danny and I be chosen? You know, mm-hmm. what do we add there? But they're not going to choose the scientist. They're going to choose the guy that's like, I'm going to bring you billions of dollars. You know, <laughs> I'll give you all this money and all this power. Well, I'm going to take him for sure. But, you know, that hypothetical bullshit. And we're really pushing it now. 115. Yeah, this is our longest episode. But I, I don't know. Sorry. Emotionally unstable thinking about this stuff, man. I just And that's the thing, too, is I want people to, like, wake up every day and watch the news. Or at least come home from work and pop on some news. Gather what's going on in the world today. But at the same time, that's a daily dose of negativity because it's never good. I wouldn't watch the news. I would read. I would read more. Read more articles. Don't... Because there's there's too much emotion. There's too much, like, smugness that can come across in the news. You know what I mean? But when you're reading an article... When you're reading an article from, again, a reputable news source, like, again, I'm not saying to, like, go on fucking Breitbart or Fox or even fucking CNN or MSNBC. I'm talking, like, read articles, like, get real in-depth to, like, huge cultural problems like ProPublica. Fucking read, like, their journalism is incredible. Like, they they are, like, if if Howard Zinn were to ever, we talked about Howard Zinn, the people's history of the United States, and how that guy really delved into, like, the really ugly nature of our history and like the truth of it to how this country became the great country that it is and the backs it was built upon. Um, I feel like Howard Zinn would approve of ProPublica. He probably did. I mean, they were around before the man passed away, but again, ProPublica is a type of like news organization where I would, I would read their articles and you're going to get a lot of truthful, well investigated um, type of information about, I mean, all kinds of fucking problems from economics and financial problems for people of like, they middle class and like cover again, it all. yeah it's 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 but, incredible that, that's not what i was saying like not watch the no news. sure 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 i just I'm, mean like, i'm just dissuading people mind. from watching things that's fine yeah read more it is what it is but this is like instant gratification society at this yeah, point so right i'm just gonna go with that's watch why something. ups strikes gonna suck for you people who want yep. those packages tomorrow yep but they don't have air conditioning and record setting heat so i'm kind of with them yeah. um the, uh, but yeah, what I'm saying oh, is like in order for what I would I, what I would imagine the ideal human should do is to gather some worldly information on what's happening in the society and economics and everything uh, daily. But it's not good news. You know, it's never good news. I'm sure there was a time when it was. You know, the news broadcast will throw in that you know heartstring story, and I, it's for a purpose because the rest of it's so depressing. Mm-hmm. So if you're giving yourself that daily dose of depression, how do you stay happy at the same time? So do what's right for you, for your mental health, of course. But at the same time, like, don't bury your head in the sand. You yeah. know, that's it. Just just take your quick fix, your your headlines and run with them and start spouting them out. If you if you want to stay naive, be naive, but then mention it in but, conversation. But, like, I don't really know much about that. But don't don't let that mistrust be sown like within your soul either, man. Like, it's just trust. Like, you can you can read an article and, you know, think about the facts of that article and you can you can confirm them with other sources. There are ways to do that. You know what I mean? And then by that point, if you go down that rabbit hole and everything's being confirmed for you, you've got to know it is truth. You can't deny it at that point. Yeah. There are ways to do that with a lot of these arguments that people don't want to agree with from the, from the get-go. You can come to that truth. It can be corroborated. 
by professional people if you choose to trust them. If you don't, if you take the blinders off and you stop listening to people that sow that mistrust, because that's just a personal advantage for them in some way, shape, or form. Yep. Whether it's Fox News or Breitbart, they're making money off those clicks. They're making money off the footage that you fucking watch while they're just fucking lying to you. These are soulless people. These politicians don't give a fuck about you. They are soulless individuals who are using demagoguery to keep you scared and to keep you mistrustful of the people that literally are trying to do things to better humanity and better society and keep our fucking earth sustainable and livable. I, I just, it's, it's, and the proofs, it's, it's out there. It's right in front of you. You, you can't deny how hot it's been. Mm-hmm. These are the hottest fucking days the world has ever seen. This is not su- supposed to subside through August. Yeah. Oh, it's going to get even worse. Yeah. August is generally the hottest month and September too. Shit, man. I got married in Virginia in October in 2017 and it was like 90 fucking degrees when my <laughs> wife and I were getting married in 2017. And that's not normal. No. Even back then, dude, like, it's just crazy. But yeah, longest podcast ever. And I was like, we should keep this one short, blah, blah, blah. But God damn it, I got emotional and crazy again. And I want to finish these chips. So. All right, we'll just chew them on the ride out. It's goodbye time. Thank you for listening to us rant. Do more research. Look into every topic and look at the other side and read the articles that make you mad. Sure. And compare the facts and try and figure out what's going on. Um, combat us comment if you want I'll argue with any one of you as long as you want and you'll hate me for it I won't have time for it I'll figure it out <laughs> I'll figure the time out you might have to wait for the responses but you'll get more mad and we'll keep going mm. <laughs> alright love y'all out of here. are we doing the song outro oh yeah but that's Goodbye. Bye.